everybody welcome back to vantage point podcast i'm your host nick and i'm so so glad you're tuning in to another episode this is going to be part two of our new series that we've been in called trivial pursuit and man if you didn't get a chance to uh, check out the last week episode where we focused on money man i encourage you to go back check out that episode Um, and again whether this is your uh, first time or you've been with us for a while whatever platform you're on whether that's spotify apple music um, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, man, we're again, so glad you're tuning in again, uh, to another episode of Vantage Point. And we're moving in a different flow, moving in a different, uh, kind of space for 2024. And, um, definitely this is also, we're celebrating our fifth year as a podcast vantage point for those that may have been uh maybe you're here for the first time we have been on the air since 2019 that's right 2019 is when vantage point kicked off just in a few months it'll officially be uh the fifth anniversary of vantage point podcast but man i've just been excited to be able to just bring uh different messages bring different guests on uh so many different things that we've done over the years and so definitely glad to have you back and this is a global podcast we've been heard in over 80 countries and over 45 states and so continue to share continue to subscribe especially if you're listening directly from apple uh, podcast make sure to leave us a review leave us a rating whatever it is man we want to know how vantage point is m impacted you um, up until this point. And so, man, I'm excited to get into the message today. And I, I said it last week, we're in this new series, this new space uh, where we're talking about trivial pursuit. And uh, I said it last week, I said it last episode like this, that was a game. When you think of the concept, right, you think of the things that that are trivial that we pursue. Uh, and, and in this series, like I said, we kicked it off with money. Uh, today, we're going to come you know, come from a different aspect of, of trivial pursuit. And, and really the, the premise of each of these episodes, right, is we in in society, we as Christians, we as people, uh, we go through our lives and we pursue different things, right? We we think that this is the way that we need to get X, Y, and Z. This is the way we need to get money. This is the way we need to get relationships. This is the way that we need to get um, all of the different things that that we assume that we need or desire or whatever the, the case is for you, right? But really, each of these topics um we're kind of doing it backwards right and, and and the biggest thing is to understand that what we pursue um in the natural um is far greater if we pursue it in the supernatural and what do i mean by that i mean that as we talk about these things like we talked about money last week we talk we're going to talk about people today we're going to talk about power uh and, and then the last one I'm going to keep under wraps until we actually get to the episode or you see the title and you know what we're talking about but we go through our lives and we're pursuing these things and for what right we we're on our way right and and, and when you think about the, the breaking down of the title, right? Trivial pursuit, right? To pursue something is to actively engage, right? To actively go get something. And then trivial, it's like, ah, is this really what we're supposed to be pursuing? Is it really going to benefit us to pursue this? And so when we get into this space we call life and we start to, to, 
to go after things, right? And, and we figure out like sometimes, you know, we're chasing one thing and we figure out that's not even what we needed to chase in the first place. And we get so t- uh, focused and, and, and tunnel vision and all of those things on those uh, particular areas. And so today I, I want to get into this a little bit and hopefully don't have you too long, but it, it's a lot to unpack, but I'm going to try to do it in a, in a relatively um, decent amount of time. I said it last week. I want to hold you hostage forever uh, when it comes to these episodes. Um, but today we're going to talk about power. We're going to talk about the trivial pursuit of power. And when we think about power, I want to give you a definition, just a textbook definition of the word power. It's possession or control, authority or influence over others, right? It's having power, right? You think of a king, you think of a president, you think of of, of a dictator, or or you think of, of, of any, any way you can think, like you have possession of, control of, authority over, influence over others. That is power right and, and and when we look at society right we can look all the way back in time we can go back in in history all of those things that we could find example after example after example of of people wanting power right and when we think about that again like that's something that people admire Right. And and I know if you're an introvert on here, you might be like, eh, nah, that's not really what I um, necessarily think about or, or whatever the case may be. But when you really think about it, we all, to some degree, admire power, whether from afar, whether from up close. We love it. We crave it. And some of us even long for it. Right. People pursue power, right? Whether it's physical power, strength, right? Intellectual power, political power, financial power. We all have in one way, shape or form at at one time or another pursued power. Like I thinking about myself being in leadership, right? Leadership is power, right? You have the direct control over people in the space of what you do, right? I've also coached basketball, right? I've been a head coach. Like you, you are the authority. You have the power to say, we're going to do A or we're going to do B, right? That is power in in that particular example right we have power presidents have power to to send people to war they have power to change laws they have powers to do things right we call them executive powers right and this we're not going to get into a whole political debate i promise but just again examples of power but when we take the same power right we take the idea the thought of power and we take it into a Christian space, right? We take it into Christ followers and, and what we um, consider ourselves. If you consider yourself a believer of Jesus Christ, you are a Christian, right? And you have fundamental beliefs. And, and when you take the idea of power and we undergird it in that, in that space, right? The, the real tragedy, and, and we want to start there, is that Christians have lost true power because they chase temporary empowerments. So I want you to think about that. We lose true power because we chase temporary power. And what do I mean by that? Going back again, what we just said a few minutes ago, 
all of these powers that we chase in this life, right? We chase political, financial, intellectual, physical power. We we chase those things and we we get so locked into that, right? We get so focused on that power, right? That that we forget the true power, right? We we forget and we ultimately fail to experience power that belongs to us by our birthright as sons and daughters of God, right? There's a power that we get to experience that that is un- indescribable. We can't explain it, right? And, and a lot of times we give up that supernatural power for worldly worldly power, right? We we exchange it. We we like think about that. And I want you to think about like this question like have you ever felt that you exchanged supernatural power for fading earthly power like think about that statement right we forget about the power that survived that will survive eternity we forget about the power that was on the cross we forget about the power that has us where we are right we forget about the true power of god and then we focus ourselves on the power that we want to go get, right? We focus ourselves on all of those things when it comes to worldly power, but there's such a um, corruption that happens with power when it comes to worldly power. Like think about the earthly power, like it literally would chip away and corrupt and erode our kingdom power. Because again, we we let the world influence, we let the world demand that we have to think about power differently. Like, think about, let's go back to the Bible. Let's think about when when Satan was exiled from, from heaven, right? That all circled around power and pride, right? He saw the power he saw the 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 everything that he saw he wanted he wanted that power he wanted to be the one he wanted to be the one in charge and ultimately that led to his fall right because power can be seductive power can be attractive let's let's just call it as it is it is even if like i said earlier like if you're the person who's like very laid back and and very withdrawn like there's still something about power that draws you like I'm even as I'm talking right now I'm thinking about you may remember a show called Family Matters and I might be showing my age a bit but if you remember the 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 whole uh character Steve Urkel right like he was he was a nerdy guy like nobody really you know they like he was around but nobody really liked him nobody made fun of him but man when he became Stefan Urkel and if you remember the show you know exactly who I'm talking about, like he became this guy that had all the confidence and all the power and all the authority over what he did, like he embodied that. But ultimately, he if you've never seen the show, like he always went back to who he was. He never stayed Stefan for very long. And even if he did, like people started to appreciate who he was more than who he became. Right. And, and, and that's how we sometimes, you know, the world looks at power. Like it's, it's that attractive and I gotta have it and I gotta go get it and I gotta go pursue it. I gotta go figure it out. Right. And, and it's not 
necessarily a bad thing. Like let's let's dispel that myth, right? Like power is not bad. It's how we acquire it and all our perception of it and ultimately how we use it that makes it something, right? But if we then but if we pursue it, right? Like that pursuit is what also makes it um a problem for us because now we've substituted our pursuit of 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 God and our pursuit of the relationship with God with the pursuit of power because we somehow think like what we get from God isn't good enough so we have to go get it from what we see in the world and and and, and when you think you know think about this um you know Jesus uh, gives a biblical view of power um, in, in in Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine, and he he says that his power is made perfect in our weakness. And, and I, I want you to think about that. Jesus is saying his power is made perfect in our weakness, right? And, and if we take a take the worldly vision of power with a Christian one. Um, a worldly vision of power is that power is attained in our strength for the sake of control. Typically, again, domination, whereas kingdom, the kingdom vision of power is that power is received in our weakness for the sake of love. And when we get kingdom power, right, this is why Paul reflects on what Jesus, he says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me, not my power to overcome my weakness, but we overcome our weakness through the power of Jesus. And, and we can't have power in the kingdom without the power of Christ, because that is again, how we operate. And I think, again, that's another trivial pursuit of worldly power. It gives us the control. It gives us the perception that we are the ones, that we are the ones that that are in control and we're doing it and we're driving it. And we're again going back to money, right? We're we're the ones pushing and getting it and we're the ones do like that's not biblical power. That's worldly power. Like I gotta go get it and I gotta go do this. But when we attach ourselves that, you know, and, and let me let me stop here. Like there's this 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 understanding or lack of understanding, I would say that like we need to destroy our weakness and we need to get rid of our weakness and our weaknesses are are bad. And it's like, no, 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 no. Back to the his power is made perfect in our weakness. It's his power with what we putting it together is what drives that power and what gets us to where we are. Right. But we have to make sure that what we're pursuing is the right power. We pursue the power that is in Jesus. We pursue the power that is in kingdom power. We can't waste our time going for the things of this world, right? And, and that's the life that we're called to. We're called to kingdom power, right? It's not the um, not the power that we want in our flesh, not a power that that the world puts on display, that the world says we need to go get because this person has it or that person has it. And I think, again, that's another reason we go and pursue because we see other people with and we want to go get, right? But 
because, well, they don't, they don't follow Christ and they're doing this or they don't, you know, but that's, again, that's the, that's the assumption the world gives you that you can go get this too. If you do X, Y, and Z, you don't need that. You can go do this, this way. And that's why we can't buy into those assumptions. We can't buy into what we see the world selling us because ultimately, again, we are called to the power. We're called to power in Christ. And and when you think about this again, like God is the ultimate source of power. It comes from him and it's subject to him. Um, first Corinthians 29, 11 and 12 says yours Lord is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours Lord is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things in your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. See, we think it's by our hands. We get into the, the trivial pursuit that I can get power through my own means and I can get power to all like, again, back to Genesis, right? The garden of Eden with, with the apple, right? The, the serpent is saying, eat this fruit and you will have Knowledge, knowledge is power, right? You will know all things. And that temptation alone, even though God gave a specific command, even though God said you could do everything else you want to do in here, except that all it took was for someone outside of the will of God to say, is that what he really meant? I mean, if you, you could, you can eat off this. You can eat off this tree. You can eat the fruit of this tree. See what what he doesn't want to tell you is when you do it, you will, right? And so now, because the pressure of pursuit, the pressure to pursue power has been presented, and we circumvent, we substitute, we exchange everything that we had had access to the power of God in that moment. And we exchange it. We, we, we give it up because of something immediate that we maybe don't have weakness, right? We now we in that particular um, instance, right now, our knowledge is is viewed as a weakness. But again, taking our weakness with his power, we were already there. We were already possessing the kingdom power. And we exchanged it in that moment. See, that that is what the power of God allows us to do. That's what kingdom power allows us to do. It enables us to endure uh, through anything, through those temptations, through those trials. But see, our, our temporary powers, our worldly powers don't help us with that. We, we think that they help us with things and we think and we assume that they help us with things. But ultimately, it, it's us finding that power, right? And, and, and how do we get to that? How do we get in our, our space to understand that 
we have to drive and, and, and pursue godly power versus worldly power. And, and it starts with relationship, right? It starts in prayer. It starts in conversations with God. James 5, 16 says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. See, and it's in communication with God that we build relationship. It's in communication and understanding of his word that we're able to, 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 to um, understand what power we truly have on the inside of us. It's in those things that we, we have to drive and we have to go and go get right. It's not in the worldly powers, right? Cause the worldly powers that we see, we, we can't take those. And if you notice a lot of the examples we, we, we've given, right. They, you don't, they don't last long. They don't last forever, right? You're not taking your money with you to heaven. You're not taking your title with you to heaven. You're not taking your your um your position with you, right? Those are temporary things. And and when you get into a space where you you start to understand that, you know what, this power is, it feels good. Cause here's the thing, like that's that's the beauty of it. Like even Thinking about um, another another example, right? You go back to uh, that uh, one Spider-Man movie when he had the the Venom suit on and it felt good and he felt in power and he felt he felt more powerful than he did in the red suit. Like he was feeling himself ultimately. Like he's like this feels good. And, and and when you think about trivial pursuits, they all feel good. In the, in the in the hunt, in the pursuit, they all feel good. Pursuing money feels good when you have it. Pursuing power feels good when you have it. Pursuing people feels good when you have it. But ultimately, when the people fade and the power fades and the money fades, what do you have left? You go back and pursue more. You go back and try to get more. But what if there's no more to get? Because see, the only sustaining power that never runs out, the only sustaining power that never seems to go empty is the power of God. And it's funny when you when you tap in, like really tap in, and, and it's something that I'm I'm learning, like in full transparency, as you really tap in to what God has, and you really start to understand where God is taking you. Um, there, there's such a shift. There's such a, a understanding that there are so many other things that are going to come along the way. All of those things come that you desire. The relationships will come. The, the financial gains will come. The authority and the influence will come, but it has to come through the right way. We can't GPS take detours to get there. We have to follow the path. We have to follow the journey and, and power is no different, right? It, it's no different in how we, how we approach, um, all of these things when it comes to, um, the pursuit of power, like we'll, we will be so understanding we, we will have such an understanding of all the things when, when we're able to like fully embrace relationship with God, like there's so many benefits from 
that under that level of pursuit. Because again, it's not about all of these other things, these trivial things that we want to go get, the trivial things that we want to go acquire, the trivial things that make us feel good in the moment, but don't have lasting joy or lasting peace or lasting um, anything. Because they come and go, they come and go. It Money can make you happy. Power can make you happy. But just as it makes you happy, it'll make you mad. It'll make you sad. It'll make you depressed. All of these things that we we see. Um, but we also have to understand you got to you got to be careful with power. And it's the last point I want to leave you with, because really it's the things we pursue. And this is ultimately the result of when we have this trivial pursuit of anything, whether it's power or, or money. Um, and, and really more so with power, like we get it too soon and we think about getting it quick, but we don't think about, are we equipped to handle the power when we get it again? Love my movie quotes. Great with great power comes great responsibility. And if we gain power too quick because of our trivial pursuit, we'll put ourselves in a position of danger because we'll we'll start to acquire something we weren't ready to handle. We weren't ready for the responsibility. We weren't ready for the equipping. We weren't ready for all of that. And that's another kind of final point that is it can serve as a warning or or, or however you want to take it. But it's something to be cognizant cognizant of when it comes to power is that we often want to go pursue something and we're not even ready to obtain it. Power is, is such a beautiful and deadly thing that if we're not careful, like truly not careful, and, and we get into the space where we're trying to pursue it before God wants us to have it. We run the risk and we ultimately run the detriment of of obtaining something we weren't ready to have. And, and I want you to think about the the power of 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 just being an influence over people. Just hold that thought. And what if God is cultivating something in you through a journey, through a process that he wants you to walk through and he's outlined this to you? And he says, hey, I, 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 there's power and influence I want you to have, and it's going to impact people, but I'm not ready to give it to you yet. I need you to go through a process. I need you to walk through some things. I need you to go through some things. And, and, and it's not going to be easy, but at the end of this thing, you're going to have wisdom that's going to be coupled with what I'm going to give you. And I'm going to make your weaknesses perfect through my power. And you'll be able to influence people. But you want the influence. Now you want the power. Now you want it all now. And so you go out and you get it and you through social media and, or through this or through whatever means you try to go get, and you start stepping outside of what God has already ordained and planned and it's processing for you. You just exchanged godly power for worldly power because 
in your mind, I'm ready for it now. But in God's mind, I need to get you ready for it. And I want you to hold on to that thought. I want you to keep that thought in your mind and ask yourself again this last question. Are you exchanging kingdom power for earthly power? Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you again for another um, avenue, another moment to to speak to your people and, and allow them to to see the the pursuit of power, Father God, in a healthy, in a in a in a um, obedient way, Father. And even as we in this episode again, uh, just continue to cover them, Father. And even if they're struggling with that pursuit of power, Father God, allow them to realign their focus on you. Allow them to realign their pursuit to you and relationship with you. For all things flow out of that, Father God, with is with a healthy, strong, consistent relationship with you. It is in your son's name we pray amen 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 thank y'all again for for tuning in again this is episode two of a four episode series called trivial pursuit and man i hope you uh are enjoying where we're going with this and i encourage you to tune in again next week lock in with us we're going to be talking about people we're going to be talking about relationships and man i want you to continue to share i want you to continue to to uh, subscribe and, and and like all the episodes send us reviews whatever it is and man as always keep seeking insight keys and perspective to everyday living through the lens of god it'll change your world and your life god bless